the podcast where two best friends hit each other to new music, break it down from a slightly skewed musician's perspective, and record it just for you. My name is Sybil Chanel, and with me, as always, singer, songwriter, MC, and graphic artist, Rowan Smith. What up, Ro? What's happening, Sybil? How you doing? Pretty all right. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. A bit uh, exhausted, but doing all right. How were the last couple of weeks? Yeah, man, these last couple of weeks have been pretty good. Um, working, Still working on the A Lovely Triangle project. Nice. Excited about that. Um, working on the tunes, cleaning them up. Yo, that's the hardest part, the longest part of this shit. It's like cleaning up the tunes and like solidifying the sound. Really? You know what I mean? Like like mixing like cleaning them up just just making sure that all the sounds are where you want them and yeah. the vocals are where that you want them and all time. that type of stuff. That's That can take a while, but yeah. I w- I will say this. I think maybe I think you guys are being way too meticulous about it cuz I heard these tracks last year and they sounded fucking great like they sounded done like just fucking thanks for thinking so <laughs> just put the shit out christ <laughs> it's coming it's, it's good coming. stuff though it's man. coming um what working else? working on some stuff with the one percent um it's a funk band that i front and we just recorded uh i think a what four four song ep four or five song ep um i got awesome. a couple of originals on that so i'm excited about that Nice. Um, yeah. And then this weekend I got dancing room only. Boom. Looking forward to that. What night is that? That is Saturday, uh, Ooh. November 11th. I might actually come to that. Bring yes. I might actually come dance around in circles with me. I might actually see Rowan out there shaking Come dance little, in circles with me. Shaking his And anybody body. else out there, if you want to come dance in circles with me or Rowan or a few other random folks, mm-hmm. come on out. Uh, if you're in New Orleans, Saturday, November 11th. I don't know why you're lying. We're just gonna end up in the parking lot, people watching. Well, I mean, you like know, we did the last. I might time. spin around in just circles like once or twice, time. though. We I spun in, around in we circles went in, like we once or twice. We cut the rug for like ten minutes, and then we went outside and like just stood there <laughs> and listened hey. to music and hey. people watched. It was a good time. Hey. Though, yeah, it was a good it was time. A really good time. There was a bunch of people to watch. Yeah. <clears throat> mm. Yes, but yeah, were. nonetheless. Oh, you remember the the people that were the topless people? Yeah. <laughs> That's why we were people watching. There were some interesting fucking people that showed up, man. And we just kept watching. I remember you were watching the, the you you were on Uber and, and you were on Lyft yeah, and you were man. like you were you were tracking. Yeah, all man. the traffic there that was, was surges happening in our, our there yeah. was surges at our party, dude. That's it was great, dope. Man. It was dope. That That's whole little area was like surged up. It was like, yeah. yes. Yeah. You had that place sewn up about a about a full square block. You yeah, guys that was had that was pretty hot. It was a good time. It was pretty hot. Um, but yeah, so anyway, just, just working on those things, man, trying to, not trying to, but keeping myself busy Good. and finding ways to make myself more busy. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <clears throat> I've been, um, I started that new job a couple weeks ago. I was going to ask, how's the, 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 how's the, I'm a big boy now. <laughs> and it's, it, it's fine. I mean, it's great. The people I work with are nice, believe it, like, you know, not too many times can you say, you know, that you work in. It's not necessarily an office environment, but like a lot of people can't say that they like the majority of their coworkers. I legitimately do. Um, it's kind of nice because it's the first time I've worked with uh, a large group of other people, other teachers and that kind of thing. It's usually smaller groups. So um, I like everybody I work with. The day goes by relatively quickly. So far, the students are pretty cool. Um, it's just a lot of work, you know, it's a lot of, but it beats hanging drywall. 
I'll say that. <laughs> Overstood. You know what I mean? And uh, music stuff, <clears throat> coming home at night and working on my album, and I'm finishing up a couple of tracks, writing them and recording them. And um, hopefully I get that done before the first of the year. We'll see. Overstood. Yeah, man. And I've been I, listening I understand to this that process. weird-ass fucking record you gave me. Which I don't think is weird at all. But okay. Um... <laughs> Yeah, that's really? what's up, though. All right. That's what's up. All right, we'll get into it. Um, who's going first? Let's find out. Ready? Hold on. Let's Rochambeau for this shit. On shoot. One, two, three, shoot. Ooh, my paper covered your rock. I actually won. That's two-time Taney. Poof, you did. Two-time Taney for me. Dude, and I had to do a double take again. Like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, you did. You stood there for a second, like, looking. Like, is that right? Like, that's not. Is he no. right? Did he really did just he win? Did he win? No. Yep. Yep. Believe it or not, I won Rochambeau. <laughs> <laughs> and you won the one before. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, so the record that you gave uh, to me mm-hmm. was Black Alicious. Yes. Blazing Arrow. Yes. Uh, 2002. Yeah. On Quantum Spectrum Projects. Actually, bro, I think it's MCA records. So it might have been MCA Quantum. Yeah, it, yeah Quantum that might what? be it. What is Quantum it? Projects was their imprint. Well, that's their label um, that they started up after they did Soul Sides, um, which was like a big... Um, collective and when they broke down into different groups i think that's when it started to be called quantum projects maybe rca or mca excuse me handled the the distribution or something but it was probably it was a tandem release between those two companies um this record i believe was like their third lp am i right maybe they had one in like 95 i think and then they had was it an lp though i don't know if that was an lp or not melodica I don't know. I thought I honestly thought it came out later. Melodica you just, was you just put me on to the fact that it came out in ninety five. Ninety five. I yeah. totally thought it came out later than that. No, nah, it came out in ninety five, and then in ninety nine, I think they put out A to G. Two thousand, they put out Nia, and then two thousand two, they put out uh, this album, Blazing Arrow, Blazing Arrow which yeah. is, I think. I think they just kept going up. Every album got better and better until this one. I think this is when they plateaued. They hit the, they hit the as high as they could go, and then the craft was on par with this record. It wasn't, you know, a bad record. It was still an amazing record, but I don't think they necessarily got any better or broke new ground past this album. This this was a good record. It I again it my favorite is Nia. Mm. Nia was the first album I ever heard. It's a good record. And too. it impressed the shit out of me. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, this album did not do that as really? much. Yeah. That's surprising. Didn't. I love, maybe um, it's because, maybe it's because of like the time in my life that this record was tied to. Could be. But like, yeah, this was one that came to me in a weird time in my life. I had been in and out of those young roller coaster crazy style relationships that you have in your early 20s and uh it had really been eating me up so music was a big escape for me still is but this record was one of the escape routes so to speak and uh it was also like they had that harry nielsen 
hook in the beginning yeah. Yeah. that they that they lifted and kind of built they built the the album off of that motif like that motif kind of strings throughout the record i really like that um but yeah it was a weird time in my life where things were very up and down and all of these guys records all the guys from quantum were pretty influential as far as my music went at the time and like also just kind of what I listened to day to day. So this was one of those records that's still kind of in my, you know, top 20 desert Island records, I think. Word. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a good record. I'm, again, I, I agree with that. It is a good record. It just wasn't the one, but we'll get into it. All right. So what's the first one you want to talk about? Uh, let me pull up the track listing cause I want to give you the right number. Yeah, right. I think I think they outdid themselves with this one. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, I really do. I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that you you sound like you're about to give me some bad news about my one of my favorite records. But that's okay. We'll talk about it. What's which one do you want to get into? Uh, we can start with the last one. We start with day one. Yeah, in trucible fashion, we will start at the very end of the record with a song called Day One. rappers in the world doesn't even rap <laughs> why would well, you do that to me <laughs> well um this song is has a really nostalgic feel it to it to me um it's nostalgic of a time i was not born in i admit because this gives me really? a very 70s this just gives me a back in the day vibe in general it is a very back in the day vibe song it, it gives yeah. me like 70s like group like really? organized disorganized singing it gives me like doug carney like black jazz type of thing okay. um which was like this just really like trippy 70s sound right on, right um, on. And for me it just for me it's more evocative than specific it's more like um you know it's like a taste or a smell that reminds you of your childhood or something it's not necessarily tied to a specific time time period like 80s or 90s or 70s or whatever you know i feel like anybody of any age would hear this song and think of their own childhood or like it is also very 90s because you gotta got think about it the 90s feel. and the 90s the 70s shit was coming back mm -hmm. so oh for sure it is it is also very 90s um but this song i like i, I really like the nostalgic vibe about it mm -hmm. um i also love the lyrics and the positivity in it it all melds together really well for me. It does. It's a very happy-go-lucky song. It's a good song to end a record on. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You are so fond of like starting with the back-ass end of a record to talk about. 
Well, I do like, like ass. So if, the first, if this is the peop- if this is no, people's I- first introduction to Black Alicious, which I seriously hope it's not, um, but if it if it is to some of our listeners, like. Like you're giving them ass, seriously. Though. Don't you appreciate ass? Of course I do, but that's not the so, point, darling. So what's wrong with talking <laughs> you about know that? I appreciate ass. a good. What's ass? wrong with talking about that? Love a good ass. Anyway, I'm just playing. Um, you can take that out. That was just bullshit. <laughs> but anyway, um, I, uh, I, I, oh, fuck you, bruh. That's some bullshit. You gonna take a, you take out all kind of other shit. Take that out. Anyway, um, because I was greasy. I was just being unnecessarily greasy. Just. Whatever. <laughs> See, this anyway, is good shit. Now you're making not... me want to leave it in there even more. Go. Anyway, just go. I won't I'll um, take it out. But don't you. be don't do anything else funny. I won't. Um anyway, so that's 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 why I want to bring up that song. The lyricism is on point. I enjoy the simplicity of it. Um I appreciate simple positive songs. I find those to be uplifting. Mm-hmm. And this song is that for me. Yeah. So And then it's got this weird little ending on it that uh it's, I guess, the ending of the record. It's the outro, the whole song. You know what I mean? The whole song is basically an outro, and then uh, then it goes into like this again, seventies into a jam session. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. It's good stuff, man. I mean, this whole record as a whole is a good concept album of sorts. You know, it was records like this and like Nia that made me want to do my first solo record, which was, you know, also a, a concept album oh, an, art, an art piece with like a theme it's like I, I really I like I like a theme in an album as long as it's a good you know as long as it's a good group they do keep a theme they, they do they, they, they do they, they, they do. do I, I, I mean I it's something that. they it's something that they all did Lyrics Born did it with his first couple of records they, they were all kind of theme oriented um, Shadow does it with his records um, yeah I, I, I it, it's definitely something that influenced my early work word um the next two yeah let's pull up um make it a good one darling please this record is so good give me a good one um let them know who this man really is i need you to pull up it's going down it's going down oh it's going down it's going down Us, talking about your prowess, but we're not impressed. Checkmate, populous, crush, monstrous, plush. Bombs are just thrust onto your buck, buck, just rush. Like the Nile River, power we deliver. See us. Yes. So, yes. obviously, the song caught my attention. Because it starts out with vocals. Uh-huh. Starts out with vocals. Well, um, yeah, yeah. It starts out with vocals. I mean, you mean, I'm like, you okay. mean a singer? 
Like, it's all vocals, baby. They're all like vocals. So I was singing with, 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 I mean, <laughs> no, but when you say like vocals, people aren't thinking. Obviously, it's all vocals, but I when just, you say vocals, people are thinking singing. They're not think thinking about the dude. I think of, I think of a voice. Anyway. So anyway, the singer comes in. Yeah. Yeah. That caught me off mm-hmm. top. Of course. Um, and then when the beat drops, mm-hmm. the beat is so. The beat's hard. It's so dirty the West Coast. Hard. I love it. Um, I love it. It it just immediately thumps. Yo, Chief XL, man. Yeah. That cat. It it thumps. It thumps so hard. And then there's the wordplay. I've already mentioned in previous podcasts that Gift the Gab is definitely one of my favorite MCs, and I don't really do MCs like that. But his wordplay and tag team situation with Latif yep. is fresh, yeah. and they they complement each other well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're they're talking mad shit, like they're Look, saying real shit, this whole talking crew, mad shit, and it's it's dope. Crew, uh, from from Gift the Gab, uh, Latif. Lyrics born at the time, they were just all such great rappers and MCs. They all had different styles. They could all ride any rhythm you threw at them. If you ever want an example of that, check out the early stuff like the Soul Sides uh, project that I mentioned earlier and, and like the Latirics project. Those are underground gems that exhibit just how amazing these guys are on the mic. And, uh, Throughout all of these records that Black Alicious did, they kept pulling these guys in from their crew, and and vice versa. They would they would all feature on each other's records, and as they time, should. Every time they're all together, I think they're strongest. I feel like they're a super group, kinda. Word. I mean, as they should. That's crew love. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's mad crew love. Crew, that's that's what crew love should be. I don't think that when they're all together that they've ever made a whack track. I do like that. I feel that uh, that they do kind of play with styles a little bit. They really do on this track. Yeah, yeah. Um, they bounce around in styles and mm-hmm. and and rhyming patterns, if you will. They switch up their syntax. Yeah, and their, on their this rhythms. on this track, and I really dig that. The wordplay all around, and the 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 beat writing for this. Yeah, is it's what's up. Oh, for sure. So I'm I'm into that track. It's going down. It's going down is a great song, man. And 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 again, Latif. I think I don't know if he gets the respect that he deserves among people that you know listen to to Quantum. When they when they think of Quantum, they automatically think Gift of Gab. They think Shadow. They think uh, Lyrics Born. I think Latif is kind of somewhat of an unsung hero. He's definitely the best freestyle artist. Of all of them, from Is the freestyle, he? from the freestyles that I've heard, from uh, they they would put out like mixtapes and stuff with freestyles on them, and Latif was always one to be reckoned with. I thought. Okay, I admit I have not listened yeah. in that. You know what I mean? This has not been my genre, but I believe that mm-hmm. I'd be down to check it out. Yeah. So, what's the next um, song you want to get into? The last song I want to talk about is "Nowhere Fast." Uh, you're not gonna mention release. No, really, but you can. I'm going to. <laughs> God damn it! First, we'll talk about nowhere fast. Nowhere fast. Bye. Peace out, I'm going, I won't be back, I heard your echo cry. Oh, how- 
how the seconds fly left without a second try I check and try to recollect how I just let you die And now I wallow in these seven ties This is a dope song. Um, first of all, I admit, like the first maybe 10 seconds of it, I was a little like, I don't know if I want to. But once the beat like dropped in, I was in it. So I'm not a big hip hop person, you know this. But this beat, to me, is on some uh, like quintessential hip hop head nod. Oh, sure. Like, yeah, just absolutely. And then, this is, yeah, and it's all yeah. it's all live instrumentation, or could be live instrumentation, and so well, I'm loving it. That's for one that. of the things that I also love about Chief XL is even if it's not live instrumentation, the way that he orchestrates it, and the the filters he uses, and the way he samples things, and the way he flips things, it sounds like they've got a live band. If yeah. they don't, yeah. but sometimes they do. Sometimes they'll have a live drummer or a live bassist. But I'm sure they, uh, I'm sure they take that and then chop that up. And I mean, and do I mean, whatever. Yeah, with it. yeah. Chief XL is a this bass line, I totally, I totally feel like this bass line was a live bass line. Yeah. Oh, it um, could be. I mean, he's a mad scientist. You never know with this guy. But this song is is super groovy. Yeah. Uh, the, it's really funky. The bass line, the beat itself, um, it just gives me classic hip hop. Absolutely. What at least what my concept of classic yeah. hip hop is. Yeah. Um, and I appreciate. The gift of gab's approach to it mm -hmm. uh, for me this is i would have i would imagine like a new york cat on this with a new york vibe like that type of shit. yeah but instead you got gift coming through with this like smooth like almost talking to you like this 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 talking to you thing like i'm i'm rapping but i'm really just talking like i'm really just saying some shit to you and it just sounds this way and so i'm doing what i'm doing and na -na 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 -na. but it's also super you know fast I mean? and like acrobatic at the same time oh, yeah, man. but it's so relaxed he does it so effortlessly yeah it's, it's very so, conversational it's so fresh it's so it's so natural yeah it's so natural yeah I that it, it seems really really effortless and i feel that it really complements this beat of course you know i'm biased to the fact that there are that there's a singer on this track huh? so that doesn't yeah. hurt no she's a little bit of bright for me someday i'm just gonna give you a straight just a record with zero singer just all straight like i feel like you've done that already no when you didn't give me the herbie hancock uh oh no no no! i mean like straight hip-hop just just a rapper in your ear the whole time just like craig macking it brand oh, new flavor like just oh. <laughs> all right and if that when and if that day comes I'll cross yeah, that bridge when I get you, to look, it. Look, I am going to give you an Aesop Rock record. It, this might be the lead. Aesop Rock might have to happen for you. I will say this. You play like a song or two of his for me. And I do enjoy his wordplay and his concepts. That's he's, the thing. If you, if you dig his, his storytelling and shit like that is good. Like, I kind of look at him. with the gift. I look at him like a New York kind of like take gift and raise him as a, as like an artsy white dude in New York City. Like, that's this, what he would have become. Be. Yeah. Yeah, I sure. I they they are their their styles are comparable to me. So I could I could totally yeah, yeah I I could see them being under the same umbrella. Yeah, I, I could see them I could see the two of them doing a track together even. And like oh, it would God. be in like it would be something that would be kind of dope. Talk about some lyricism, folks. Yeah, oh, I think my the wordplay betwixt the two of them would between be between Gift the Gab and Aesop Rock, not to be confused with Aesop Rocky. 
but Aesop Rock, yeah, yeah, that would be an amazing track. Yeah, I forgot about the other kid. I'm like, wait, Man, what are you talking kid, about? Dude. Okay. And, and I tell my students too, they're like, so who's your favorite rapper? I'm like, well, one of my favorite rappers is Aesop Rock. Aesop Rocky? I'm like, nah, man, no, not Aesop Rocky, kids. And I mean, I don't expect them to know, but then right. they think that I'm talking about this other dude. It's like, nah, like, nah, 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 nothing against Aesop Rocky, but that's not my dude. <laughs> Overstood. You know what I mean? Um, anyway, uh, but back yeah, so, to, so back this, to this track, this, yeah. this track, I, I like this track. I picked this track because it, it's a, a highlight on the album for me. Right on. Um, I know why. I know why. It's it's a good track. It sound it, it it may not be live instrumentation, but it does sound like that. Yeah, it does. I like the way that it's arranged. As I said, I really appreciate his approach to it. Um, I've I've already mentioned I'm a fan of the Gift of Gab. I think I said that like 99 times, so that might have been the hundredth. Take that, Gift of Gab. Shout out to you. Um, but yeah, and the the, the vocalist, the singer, like, compliments. This drums pattern sounds like Quest Love or something. Uh, Quest Love actually is one of the people, or he's one of the people that produced on this album. Oh, really? Yeah, he's got production credits I on this doubt album. It. I wouldn't so it doubt could it very well was, be that guy. I wouldn't doubt it if that was Quest. I wouldn't either, actually. I heard some little drum fills, and that snare sounded like a Quest Love snare. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And this yeah. was around the time when he was doing like side projects. He was doing the Philadelphia Experiment, or was it Experiment or Project? I, can't I don't remember. know. It was that jazz trio he had. It was great. But, uh... Yeah, yeah, it was around that time, so he may have, he may have actually just been playing on all kinds of people's shit at that time. So I'm not surprised that I picked that one out. Um, who else is on this one? Who is there? Anybody else that produced or anybody that that people might know that featured? There's a few names uh, on this album. I'm just gonna mention people on the album because mm-hmm. this album had a lot mm-hmm. of great features. Uh, there was Gil Scott Heron. Yes. De La Soul was on this. Uh, yes. uh, the track I mentioned, uh, It's Going Down, had Latif, the truth speaker, and uh, Kiki Wyatt was mm-hmm. doing the vocals. Um, ben Harper is credited with production, yeah. and he's on uh, a track on here as well. Cut Chemist, mm-hmm. uh, also credited with production, and mm-hmm. he's on a track. Not surprising at all. Um, Lyrics Born. LB, my and, dude. Yeah, yeah. My Lyrics dude. Born and Saul Williams yeah, Saul. were on this. They were on the track release that i that wanted you, that i that was you begging mentioned. you to talk about release look let me just let me say real quick it's like a it's like a 10 minute track nine look nine, nine minutes, minutes and 26, 26 seconds, seconds of just a beautiful artistic lyrical expression first opens up with a dope verse from gift of gab that builds and builds and builds and has zach de la roca from rage against the machine screaming the word release in the background over and over again and then it builds and explodes into this nice chill poem by saul williams and then it comes back with just this monster wordplay by lyrics born 10 minutes of beautiful wordplay and lyrical expression i absolutely love it it is so worth a listen people it's more than worth a listen in my book it's worth a buy Lay down your hard-earned cash for this one. This is a, this is one you want in your fucking record collection. Um, I'm gonna keep running off names because there's a whole bunch. Keep going. There's a DJ Shadow. Yes. High Tech. Yes. Um, I also want to mention Charlie Tuna. Yeah, man. He's on this record as well. Charlie, the undeniable voice <laughs> of Charlie Tuna, man. I spent a really, really interesting evening with Charlie Tuna. I'll, I'll. I'll tell that story sometime maybe when we're doing a Jurassic 5 album. That's a great story. I'm with that. I'm with that. 
Um, but yeah, that's just a few. That's that's just the the heavy hitters that like that people may know on this record. But this record's got a bunch of folks doing a bunch of things. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I I have a special place in my heart for this record because I opened for these guys around the time that this record came out. Um, I was kind of on a come up when these guys were already a part of the scene that I wanted to be a part of. So I really looked up to them in my book. This record is like an a plus it's an a plus hip hop record. You can't get around it. It gets no better production, lyricism, scratching. Every feature on here is a fucking monster. This is an a plus hip hop record. This is a beautiful, beautiful effort by uh, the Bay Area group Blackalicious. What do you think? What would you give it, non-hip-hop girl? All right. Um, I'm going to give this album a C. Ah! Um, uh, something wrong with I, you. I, I, <laughs> I... <laughs> Something's wrong, baby. You hear this bullshit? Uh, anyway, I give this album a solid C. I'll even say a C plus, actually. I give okay. this album a solid C plus. Yeah. Um, How it could does... it be that low? Because like how it explain yourself. It's bo- at the end of the day, it's boring to me. Fuck you. It's <laughs> at the end of the day, bro. It's boring to me. Like a lot of this, this song, a lot of the song, a lot of this, these, a lot of this album. Yeah. I, I was tuned out. Like it just was like, it just became background <sighs> noise versus like things that like really like something that really caught me and grabbed me uh, like Nia really fucking caught me and maybe it was all about like the place I was in life who knows I think knows? it must have been because this but record Nia and Nia really, are pretty really comparable they're kind of like part of the same tapestry to me I feel like this record is kind of a notch up from Nia but they feel like part and parcel of the same maybe thing. I like Nia for for its rawness there's okay. a there's a raw energy to Nia that mm-hmm. I really fucking love. Like it really, I really, that, that album really grabbed me. Sure. Like the, the Nikki Giovanni poems, like, uh, like that album really fucking grabbed yeah, me. It's it an amazing really, record. It really fucking pulled me in. I can't lie. This album didn't pull me in so much. And for me, having Nia be the album that it was to me and having it touch me the way that it did mm-hmm. to then come back with this album, which didn't really touch me like I'm gonna like as we've done before I'm gonna compare them only to them Mm -hmm. and in comparison for me I've only heard Nia and this okay and this didn't knock my socks off like Nia let me ask you this so compared to Nia for me this album is a solid C plus Gift the Gab is still yo the dude is fucking killer yeah so let me okay let me ask you let me ask you then there were some nice beats on here but it just it just kind of bored me after a if while. If you're judging this against it, don't judge this against itself. Judge this against other hip hop records that you've heard. Where do you put it then? She pauses. It might get a B then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like because I've heard some. Oh, I mean, I've I've heard Sybil, some pretty just... shitty hip hop. You're killing me, stuff. Killing but yo, man, this so album, many this people album... are crying right now, are cursing oh, you out. Man. Like so many people why, are like why, this though, fucking man. chick. Yo, yo. fucking. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying that I'm not into Black Alicious. I'm just saying that uh, this album, me in comparison to other records, you this heard. album just didn't knock my. I liked uh, fucking Black on Both Sides more than this. Okay, okay. Um, but right. yeah, it just it just didn't it just didn't pull at me. It didn't tug at me. 
Well, um, ladies and gentlemen, that was that painful. You heard it here first, folks. Sybil Chanel has terrible taste in music. <laughs> that hurt me deeply. So that, that's a C plus for me. C plus for and you. And an A plus a for plus Ro. for me. I feel like you need to buy this record if you're a hip hop head. You should check you it out. You need to own this. Like, it's got some of the best production by one of the best producers. Some uh, of the best. There's a bunch of dope producers. There are, on but, this, but I'm saying, like, album. overall, overall, this is, this one and Nia both, I feel like are a part one and part two to me. And this is one of the rare occurrences to me where the sequel is better than the original. So, okay. You know what I'm saying? I say the original's better, but or, that's all right. Well, I don't think you listened to this record. I think you just skimmed it. I mean, what would you give Nia? What would you give Nia if you give Ooh. this a fucking C Ooh, Nia, plus? Nia was an A plus for me, though. Okay. See, the, the discrepancy is Nia too was wide so, there. I don't Nia think, was so raw right. and so powerful to then me. And this is my final assessment of your assessment. I don't think you gave this record enough of a chance. I think you listened to this record last minute, like right before nah, you man, got I here. I listened to it several times. Really? And like each time I listened to it because I was like, yo, I'm, maybe I was just distracted. And so that's why I didn't yeah. grab me i just don't want nah, to man that. it just didn't grab me. yeah i hear you but i just don't want to believe that your taste is that bad i guess anyway <laughs> all right moving on let's get into the record you gave me which was hold on let me look at this weird ass name where's this that? dude nothing weird about it yo <laughs> nothing i i'll say it i gave you k trinata's 99.9 percent 2016 release from k trinata uh yeah, this record is fucking weird. It's only weird because of how eclectic it is. It's so like, it's like, okay, 90s house, 90s trance, um, uh, modern pop, uh, fucking trap. Like, yeah. it's yeah. got all this really whack shit all over it but and then it's got all, some really not, amazing no and, it's not at all and even it's the got these amazing like, gems okay. it's got these amazing gems sprinkled throughout it but the no nothing about the wax this is like love and hate shit this is like i hear a song and i'm like yes i love this and then i hear another song and i'm like i fucking hate like i hate <laughs> hate hate from my gut but like i hate. might not dig i'll say this there's like moments when i don't dig what maybe the the featured person is doing but i still like the beat i have in my notes there's a song called together next to that i just wrote absolute trash (laughs) 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 but there's other songs man that are really great like the first one i want to talk about it's called uh glowed up featuring anderson pack and it still ain't a goddamn thing they could tell me What could compel me to jump in Get the piece of this bread pudding, wake up, cake up Walking in the form of my elders I'm glowed up, glowed up Bitch, don't I look like a pharaoh? Fuck your story, tell nigga, pull up Shit didn't piss on your head, nigga, clocking Grandma, check out the mail room, then back in Papa, daddy Warbucks Like Warhol with an eight ball and a paintbrush I'm AWOL, I'm AWOL, but I ain't done Full-time killing, bad whole driller, child of for the kitten, mellow yellow lemon, I'm glowed up, I'm glowed up, yeah, same time stealing, same squad chilling, baggy full of pith, can't you see I'm living, I'm glowed up, I'm glowed up, I'm glowed up, you see me shining, nigga, the 
silver lining, nickel plated, refinery, never sweating the minor. Yeah, man. Uh, the thing I really love about this this K Trinata guy is his drum patterns. I really like the way I like the beats in general. Yeah, his drum patterns and the beats he chooses and the sounds he uses. I really mm -hmm. like his ideas, man, when it comes to rhythms. It's really good. And the vocalist he has on here, uh, Anderson Pack. Very interesting. Very interesting. Just how I like it. A little bit weird. Interesting. So there's some wordplay in there. He sounds a lot like Kamau. He's got like a Kamau thing. He's someone we've spoken about before. Um, not as interesting as Kamau, but still very... It's, this is a breath of fresh air on this record. Because up to this point on this record, it's a lot of like really hectic 90s dance music mixed with like some really awful loops and trap music it's really strange but then like halfway through the record starts picking up like when it gets to this song in particular um and there's another one uh weight off that i also like it's okay. got really interesting drum patterns weight off is a nice track weight, weight off is a really nice it's track a really but, nice track but up to that point this record was really disappointing and i was just like fuck i was really mad i was like god damn it civil would you give me and then this song came on and i was like Okay, I like this. I really like the pads that are on the hook. Um, the lyric, like I said, the lyrics are better than most. Still a little bit short of my high standards, but like, yo, this is on this record. This is a really interesting song, man. The beat is the strongest point, but if he worked with more MCs like this, I would have liked a lot more of this record. <laughs> okay. Um. I might give you uh, Anderson Pack's album to check out. Yeah? Yeah, it might, might be something for you to check out. I gave you this record because the production on this record is fresh. Where'd you find this? Um, SoundCloud. Really? You're just digging on SoundCloud? Yeah. I, before, I guess before he like released it, released it, it was like on his SoundCloud. And okay. I just came across it and checked it out. And kind of dug it. Found a few joints on here that I dug. The first track on it got me. The first track is a, is a dancer for me. Hard. The first track? Track Uno. That track, I hated it. Oh, man, that song, it's that just song a is loop. a dancer. It's just a stupid fucking loop. Yo, it's that terrible. song makes me happy. It's a dancer. Yo. It used to like nah, wake me man. up in the morning. That man. song is just a single loop. It is just a single loop that he made on um, like GarageBand or some shit. Nah. And then and then the, the only change in it is he plays it. He, he It's like sampled on like a keyboard or something. And he's playing the loop in one key, and then to change the key, he just hits the step down for a split second. But before you can tell that the rhythm has slowed down, he goes back to the original. Anyway, I'm on a tangent. Um, I wasn't feeling it, but uh, I absolutely loved this one. Uh, You're the one featuring Sid. Oh, I didn't know where you were going with that. I thought you were just playing the music. said like these songs every song sounds like it's on a different record which is not necessarily a bad thing 
This song reminds me of like a D-Light song. Like from their second record. <laughs> I don't know, but I think this is in, in the same vein. Like this is another like tap your foot and move around. This is a, this is like a this is a club nineties clubby yeah, kind of song. Uh, most of this most of this album is kind of that. A lot of this a lot of this no. album is that. A lot of no. this album is like nineties dance. It's not. No. There's maybe three songs. Then there's like trap tunes. And then there's a couple of pop tunes. There's like and then one there's like trap. some weird there's spacey like one trap shit. song. There's some weird spacey shit on this record too, man. I'm I'm just saying the record goes in a lot of different places and it's not always bad. Sometimes it's very good. Case in point, this song, You're the One, featuring Sid. Um, Sid's in a group called The Internet. I know everybody knows who Sid is, as well as Sid has dropped her I own. I didn't know who Sid was. Oh, Sid's already dropped her own product, product, project as well. Well, I like her laid back delivery. She's got a very straightforward style. Uh, yeah. Very pretty, cute voice. Um, lyrics are pretty standard, straightforward, like love tune. Yeah. But it's catchy as fuck. Good groove. I like it, man. It's, it's a good dance song. It's not necessarily breaking any new ground, but it's, again, surprising given what came before it on this record. You know what I mean? Like, up to this point, I'm like, yo, can you? Yeah, the, the, the album does change. I'll give you that. It changes, but it doesn't. I don't I'm trying to think, like, there might be a song in the beginning of this album that doesn't, that doesn't suck. What? Your foot. Check it oh. out. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, you may hear me tapping my foot. Because I dug the song. Huzzah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I'm with you on this song. This is a good song. A I like tune. Sid as well. The production on this, nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice beat. He's good with the drums and with the pads. Great groove. He's good with drums and pads. I think... I don't know how much of this, what I like about this record he, that he's responsible for. I like a lot of his features. Um, he's also got, when you look at the credits on this record, he's got like 30 producers and 30 composers. It's like a lot of people. I mean, but he's giving composer credits to people who write. Sure. Their, you know sure, what I mean? Not sure. all these people. But actually... I didn't, but I also didn't see like, you know, Composer and bassist, or composer and guitarist. I just saw composer, 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 composer. Um, so I, I, I am curious because there was a lot of stuff on this record I just outright hated. Um, this record could have been cut maybe a little more than in half and been an amazing album. Like this could have been an A plus EP for me if it was just like four or five songs rather than the 13 or so that he gave us. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I really love some stuff on here. Really hate other shit. But the last song I want to talk about, though, is a really like glitchy, uh, artsy dance piece. A little bit weird, just left of center. Again, just how I like things. This song is called Light Spots. Yo, this is my favorite song on this album. Yeah? I yeah. love this fucking song. It's a go song for me. Why is this one of your favorites? Dude, this song makes me happy. It makes me dance. This used to be my wake up in the fucking morning. Like oh, I right would get on. to work and turn on my speaker and plug up my phone and just nice. boom it. Well, while uh, while you're listening to this, folks, imagine Sybil getting up in the morning and dancing. <laughs> Thank you. 
phrase it's so odd but it's so infectious and, this shit is funky. and interesting it's man. so funky. it really is that baseline yeah come on that bass so funky and i have no idea what this woman is saying but the little touch of it that i catch is portuguese and that's hot so yeah, yeah he it sounds like he dug up some old brazilian classic mm-hmm. and did this possible. sampled it quite possible i wish Whatever i knew what joint it was again his rhythms the way he plays with them, the way he brings things in and out, they don't necessarily match up rhythmically. So he just, he says, fuck it. I'm just going to fade one out and fade the next one in. And the way that it works, because it's got that theme running through it of that repeating phrase, whatever it is, um, it works. And then he's also used, he's doing some weird thing where it's cutting out like the sound clips out as if there's almost something wrong with your speakers but there isn't that's what the, like that's he's how the DJing song. it well yeah but but there's also this odd thing of like you know don't adjust your TV set this is how it's supposed to sound it's supposed to sound glitchy and kind of fucked up yeah it's really yeah. lo-fi sounding it's really interesting shit man um yeah I'm glad you mentioned this song because yeah. this is my favorite song this, this is a good one this is a good one but again there are songs like Together that are just straight terrible. I'm going to bump this uh, on the way home. Do it. Do it, folks. Uh, half of this record's worth a listen. If I had to grade this record, I'm giving it... Well, yeah, what are you going to give I'm it? I'm giving it half a grade. It's a C. Like, half of it is really great. Like, great. And the other half is not my bag. It's right up the middle. I mean, dead center. Like, And not to talk shit on this man, because he ha- obviously he's got great ideas. But man, some of this shit was just ill-conceived. Like, do some self-censoring next time, homie. Like, you have some gems. You could have had a 100% great album. By my standards, of course, and who the fuck am I? But just in my humble opinion, this could have been a much shorter record and hence a much better record by uh, K. Trinata. I'm going to give this record... 99.9%. I'm going to give this record a... I'm going to give it a, a B minus or a C, somewhere yeah. in that. Yeah. Um, that? Because there's also songs on here that I don't enjoy. Yeah. But I, I you know what? Actually, I'm going to give it a B minus. Okay. Because I appreciate that he did touch a multitude of things. I he appreciate, really did. He I went, appreciate that he, that he went for diversity. He just went in. He went balls in. And I appreciate him for that. Um, I feel like his production is is well done. I may not have enjoyed some of the artists that he had featured and some of the shit they said or some of the ways in which that they approached his music. But I do appreciate that he created all of that music Mm -hmm. and that he touched all of those those spots. And I will say that he had some current heavy hitters on this record. He had a band that I fucking love called Bad, Bad, Not Good. Uh, They they did a track on here and they composed a track on here. Um, Nice. He had uh, Anderson Pack, who's a current, you know, heavy hitter. Yeah. Um, and I, you had, know what? I'll say for some of his earlier work, uh, Freddie Gibbs. He did. He did a track with Freddie Gibbs that I really, really like. It's definitely worth checking out. Like I said, this guy doesn't have uh, all bad stuff. Some of his stuff is really spot on. 
there's just some stuff I'm just like, man, come on, switch lanes, bro. He had a couple of other uh, current heavy hitters. Vic Mensa. I don't really do Vic Mensa. Yeah. But I know that Vic Mensa is a current heavy hitter. Right on. So, uh, you know, he, he he put some some effort into this. He put a lot of effort and energy into this record. Sid's on it, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, Aluna George. She's also a pretty popular current chick yeah. right now. Um, Craig David. He brought back Craig David for me, <laughs> which apparently Craig David didn't go anywhere in the UK, but he brought him back to the States for me because, I mean, I hadn't think I hadn't thought about him <laughs> since, what was that, early 2000s? Something like, like that. When, when was he doing his thing over Man. here? Um, I don't know. That's your shit. Yeah. He also had Fonte on here, who uh, I kind of dig a little bit. Fonte from Little Brother and also from um, Foreign Exchange. Oh, right on. Which I have dug an album or two by. Word by that guy so right. yeah he had some heavy hitters on this record um and yeah so i'll give it a, a solid b minus all right b minus for k Trinata's 99.9 percent from civil chanel i gave it a c right up the middle uh black alicious i gave it a c you gave it a c, c plus, plus which breaks my heart i gave it an a plus so we were obviously pretty divided on that one, unfortunately. And I think I know who the listeners are siding with on that one. You like to speculate. But I anyway. No, I'm right. Let us know what you think, folks. Let us know on social media. Sybil Chanel, where can they find us? Find us on Twitter at Heard Highly. Find us on Instagram, Highly Heard. Or just skip all of that. We're also on Facebook. But you can skip all that and just Google us. Google and Highly all of that will come up. Google Highly Heard. We're on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes. You look for us, we are there. We are there. And Sybil, where can they find you personally? Hey, if you want to find out what I'm doing, check out a lovely triangle dot us. Do that. that. You can also check out the project that Rowan and I are in together called the Asylum Chorus. Um, But yeah, so if you want to check me out, find me there. If you want to check us out, told you where. Rowan, where can they catch you? Uh, you can either just Google MC K N O W O N E MC No One. You can look me up on iTunes. I'm on uh, all platforms internationally, wherever MP3s are sold. Check out my artwork at RowanSmithDesigns.com. Check me out on Instagram at Rowan Smith Projects. And uh, yeah, I think uh, that was episode 10. Sybil, we made it to episode 10. Episode 10. Episode 10. We yeah. did it. Yeah. 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 yeah, finally. Um, finally got there. It only took, what, five months. But has it been that there. long? Yeah, something like that, right? Maybe so. Yeah, like, well, yeah, four. Ah. Something like that. You're hard to nail down, sister. Anyway, Maybe four months. Yeah. Four months. Uh, anyway, we yeah. made it. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for hanging out with us on this episode. For our next episode, though, I think I'm going to give you... Uh, I've been threatening to for a while, but I'm finally going to do it. I'm pulling the trigger. I'm giving you an Aesop Rock record. Uh, I think it was his 2016 release, uh, The Impossible Kid. Okay. Might be the newest record that I've done on this podcast in a minute. Okay. All right. <laughs> welcome to uh, 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Even though we're in 2017, right, almost welcome, in welcome 2018. You, you, you're, bringing it, you're bringing it up. We're getting close. Okay. We're getting close. Um, <laughs> I think the record I'm going to give you is older than what you are giving me. But I'm going to give you the uh, 2008 Foreign Exchange uh, release called Leave It All Behind. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Check so that out. 
look up uh, Aesop Rock, The Impossible Kid, and Foreign Exchange. Leave it all behind if you want to listen along with us. We'll be talking about those records next week. So until then, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us here on Highly Heard, where we dig for music so you don't have to. Peace. Vanilla ice cream is delicious, but you know, you throw some chocolate syrup on it. <laughs> There's so many motherfucking ways to take that. I know. I just. I know. I'm, I'm thinking in like nine and a half weeks style. I'm sure you went somewhere else. <laughs> when the white man says put a little. Right, when the white uh, man says. When the yeah, white of man course. says put a little, a little be, chocolate syrup on it. It can't just it. be something sexy. It has to be some kind of racial shit because I use the just, word chocolate. It's just funny. I'm like, there's so many ways to take that. Yes, ladies. He does like us. <laughs> he does mean it that way. Don't don't be fooled. He would love to put some sugar in your bowl. A little cream in your coffee. Some milk in your cocoa puffs. <laughs> he is he is down for that. This dude, that was funny though. Can you do the intro?